Come on, make some noise, church. Good morning, good morning. Hey, listen, before we get into it, I just got to make sure everybody's okay. Come on, we're seven days into prayer and fasting. And I could tell in the lobby who's off caffeine because you're just mugging the caffeine people. You're just over there. Your eyes are twitching. Your hair is crazy. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine. I'm not going to put him on blast, but he's fasting um, like sugar, carbs, meat, happiness, joy, success, faith. Um, I was like, bro, you're crazy. Like, I love God a lot, but you got to keep at least one of those. Um, So I'm just making sure we're good. Like, we're good to go. Some of you are hungry. Okay, I saw a couple of you look at your spouse like, yeah, this one needs food ASAP. All right. Um, But I'm just making sure we're good. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, we are in 21 days of prayer and fasting. And um, I've been trying to find new ways to go to bed because I'm fasting TikTok. And someone's like, what? You're on TikTok that much? Be quiet. All right. Mind your business. Yeah, I am. Um, And so um, I just want to make sure we're good. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, we're doing 21 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, We have a Facebook group where we're posting every day. Um, And we would love for you guys to join that group and to get in there. And let's do this thing together. You can do 14 days of prayer and fasting. Um, You can, I guess you can go an extra seven days. But it's really just a journey for you and for God and to start off this year with something new. Sound good? Well, we've been in this new series, Something New. And, um, you know, uh, there's some people who are like, it's just a new year. It's just a date on the calendar, okay? I'm praying for you, all right? And there's other people that's like, oh, I've been waiting since July to make changes in January. But either way, I would hope that we want to progress. I would hope that we would want to grow. I hope that we have new plans, new dreams, new visions. And um, with this new series, my hope is that you find something new in your life. And that you find something new in your prayer life. And a lot of us, we make vision boards and graphics and dreams and words for the year and goals for the year and resolutions. All these plans and in in hope of making some changes from last year for something new. And so I got curious. I always like to hear other people's resolutions. I want to make sure mine's not like too small, right? And so I took it to um, social media and I asked the question, what are we doing this year? What are your goals plans, dreams, where are you vacationing? And the answers were great. Um, I got one. uh, The first one is prioritize self-care. Come on, that's important, right? Get get a nice skincare routine, maybe hit the gym. Like, you want to prioritize taking care of self. I think that's a good one. Uh, Another one, fill my business books with clients. Come on, in Jesus' name. Let's get, let's, let's help out these small businesses. Let's, let's start filling these books where they got to, you know, they got to get two vans for this, or they got to get another employee, or they got to start paying other people's bills with the business that's coming in. I believe that those books are going to be filled times 10. Here's another one. Grow closer to God. I would hope so. Like, oh, 2020 faith, I'm going to stay there. No, like we should constantly be growing. If you want something new, it's to be growing closer and closer to God daily. Another one, save money in Jesus' name. It's not how much you make, it's how much you spend. Okay. I, I do the budget with the interns, and, you know, they're like, you know, they got cute jobs, and, but they got more money than me. They ain't got no bills. They don't got, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of the stuff is like, why'd you spend this much on shoes? Like, we'll figure it out. But they want to save money. That's the plan this year. Uh, here's another one. I want to visit Seattle. Someone's like, you don't visit Seattle? No, this is actually our friend Chuck online. I want to shout out Chuck. Um, he's from Church for All New York, and if, if you're wondering if that's a real church, it is. Chuck has tuned in every Sunday, 
online from New York City. Yeah. We love you, Chuck. Come to Seattle. We'll take you to all the taco spots. All right. Uh, the next one, be consistent in the gym. Yes. I used to, yeah, be consistent in the gym. Here's another one. Meet my future boo. Go ahead then. Meet that boo. I hope it works out. Like, 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 like go meet that boo. Like, go ahead and get yourself right. Okay, that's a good goal. But this is my favorite. Lose the gut, grow the butt. Lose the gut, grow the butt. That was a staff member at our church. And it was a male staff member. And if you Venmo me $5 in the lobby, I'll tell you who it was. There's two types of people when it comes to executing future plans. There's planners and then there's dreamers. Planners and dreamers are essential for anything, any plan, any vision that we have for our lives. See, planners, they're always PNS and they're always planning and scheming. They always want to get something on the calendar. Well, what's the details? I like the vision, but how are we getting there? Like, those people on our team, that's Pastor Bill. Like, when we were doing stuff, like, for graphics, he's like, we need to, we need to knock this out, and this is when it's due, and this is the details. And I'm like, bro, you got to fill out the creative process. I haven't dreamt about this yet. Like, let me fill it in the heart first. Pastor Kim, details. Let, let's get into the details. Let's plan. Let's, let's, let's do this. Planners, you are essential, but I am not a planner. I am a dreamer. I literally start casting vision with my team with these words. Hey, dream with me real quick. And I usually get this from the planners. Because they know I'm trying to get somewhere, but they know I'm going to need them to start planning and, and executing so we can get to the destination. Dreamers. We like to just think big. Pastor Matt and I, it cracks, it cracks me up. We'll set an hour at Starbucks to sit down and meet. We'll talk the whole hour dreaming. And then I'm like, all right, I got to go. And he's like, hold on, hold on. We had to meet about some things. Okay. First thing. Second thing. Third thing. Hey, what do you think about? And I'm like, okay. And we end up going like two, two and a half hours. Because we're just dreaming. How can we do this? Or what if we did this? Or what if we tried that? Dreamers, we like to dream. For me, uh, I love mixing it up. I don't like doing the same thing every day. I like to mix things up. Um, I like spontaneous. Let's just go with the flow. Let's, we're going to get there, but let's figure it out. And sometimes we'll be here at youth, and our team's like, what's the plan? I'm like, we're going to let God do. 300 kids are walking through, and they're like, okay, let's be realistic. What's the plan? What's the strategy? What are we doing? How are we getting there? I'm just a dreamer. I'm all over the place. And a lot of that is because my life is a constant shift. Like, there's really nothing I do other than, like, breathing and, like, hygiene that's, like, super consistent, okay? Uh, we'll start with the youth ministry. We've met in, like, 96 places since we launched. And what I mean is, like, we'll do, like, a service and then groups, or we'll do a service and then lobby time, or we'll do a service and then food, or we'll do food and then service. And, like, it's constantly shifting. A lot of it is to keep the attention of Gen Z, but most of it is just because I'm, like, you just got to feel it, man. Right? And it's so our youth ministries, there's lots of shifting and changing because it's being led by a dreamer. Another thing is, is my family life. Brielle's got dance. Gavin's got soccer and gymnastics. Giorgio has occupational therapy in school. They're all in school. I work. We have church. Like, it's constantly shifting. My job. If you guys don't know, uh, I'm a longshoreman. What is that? You know those big Star Wars looking things down on the water with the cranes, with the containers? That's what I do. Don't ask what I do because it's complicated. And no, I'm not in the mafia, okay? And so, so someone's like, mm-hmm. Now I know, Pastor DJ. 
And so, um, but every day, I don't know what I'm doing the next day for work. It makes it hard to plan. Like, I can kind of choose my schedule, so that's nice. You can work days or nights or both, which sometimes I do. But when I call in to work, I find out how much work there is, whether it's in Seattle, Tacoma, Portland, Vancouver, any port I could work at. So I'll call in, and they'll say, uh, you know, we got 12 gangs on the day side, 34 crane operators, and they give you all these details. And at the very end, they always say, as always, plans subject to change. Like, talk about, like, some of you, like, work 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Like, that would freak you out. Like, even today, um, the title of my message is Plan Subject to, Cha- to Change. And in our meeting, uh, Desmarie was like, DJ's preaching, Plan Subject to Change. And the planners in the circle were like, well, then who's preaching? <laughs> and so that idea, that thought, that plans are subject to change is the truth of what we're diving into today. Plans subject to change. When we make plans for our future, for our lives, for our current, are we running them by God? Proverbs 16.9 says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. In their hearts and minds, we make plans, but the Lord establishes our steps. Plans are subject to change. In our hearts and desires, we make plans and resolutions and goals and vision boards. But if we're not running them by God, can I just give you a spoiler? Plans are subject to change. Because at the tail end of that verse, it says that he establishes our steps, not we. He finalizes our steps. He guides us into those seasons. He gets us back on path. And so if you're taking notes, the title of today's message is Plans Subject to Change. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we just thank you. God, we pray today that as we make plans and as we're giving visions over our life, that we take every step and every plan, not just to you, but with you. God, we pray you speak to our church today. Let us leave motivated and excited to live a life with you and not a life on our own, hoping that you'd come with us. God, we love you and we look to you today. And we pray for the first time ever for the Dallas Cowboys. In your name, amen. What do you guys say, like, Cowboys country, let's ride or something? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> hey, when I first read this scripture, I, I took it in an immature way. I read it as, you can make all the plans you want, but God, God's going to shut it down. And I got, I got frustrated because I'm a dreamer. As a planner, you can be frustrated. No, I made these plans. I made this vision board. I made all these things. And I read it immaturely, and I had to really slow down and break this verse into three different pieces. And the first piece is it says, in our hearts, we make plans. Solomon, who wrote this, was probably one of the wisest men noted to ever walk on earth. And in his knowledge, he knew as humans that we got some desires. I'm thinking about Taco Bell, Mexican pizza right now. I got some desires, okay? Uh, I'm thinking about the f- being home and having my shoes off and watching the, f- like, we have desires. We have wants. We have things. And that's the first part to think about the scripture. Think about your plans. It's not wrong to have plans. We have wants and desires and needs and things that we want. And that's that first part is that in our hearts, meaning it comes from the soul. It comes from a deep want. It comes from something that we've been stewing on and thinking about. And I was like, 
thinking like, you know, you know, we have these desires, we have these things that we want. And then the second part is we make the plans. And I would just be behooved. I I would just be behooved if we didn't understand God's plan in our life. And so I want you to know today, God wants you to dream. God wants you to make plans. God wants you to have vision for your life. And oftentimes those visions and dreams are sent from God and the Holy Spirit. And so I don't want us to think as we dive into the message in this verse that we have a micromanaging God. That's a gift to us. He sent his son and he gave us free will. Now, we mess up the second part. That's why we got the first part. We mess up that free will. We mess up that freedom of choice. We mess up. And that's often when God comes and says, okay, that was cute, but it's time for subject to change. Let's get you back on path. And then the last part. It says that the Lord establishes our steps. There's another translation that says the Lord guides our steps. And really what that is is God's making sure that we're stepping in the right direction, that we're stepping into the season that he had for us, that we're stepping into the plan that we had, that we're stepping into that thing that we've been praying for. And it's not that we can't dream, and it's not that we can't plan, it's not that we can't scheme, it's that God has a plan for us. And oftentimes those visions and goals and talents, they, they're supposed to run together into the plan that he has for us. But when it doesn't, plans are subject to change. Look at someone say, plans subject to change. I myself, I set some goals this year. 2022 didn't end the way that I wanted it to. Um, you know, had some deaths um, in our friend group. Um, we had, you know, some family stuff go on. They just, it didn't end the way that I had anticipated the year ending. And so um, I sat down, and for me, I like to design. And so I'm, uh, every, every year I do a word for myself, like a word of the year. And um, this year, the word of the year that I had was changed because I didn't run those plans by God. And I, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the year of self-control. And I'm like forcing my own vision for my life. And God's like, no, 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 no. We're going to, this is takeoff year. There's some things you need to take off. There's some things you've been holding on to that you got to leave. And in that, you're going to take off. And so I made this whole mood board on self-control, which it's not like I'm like, oh, we're throwing that out the window. You know what I mean? Like, but God said, this is the plan. And so for me, when I'm making these plans, I realized I didn't run this by God. And, and my first point is this, is this question I have for you. Are you making plans for God? Or are you making plans with God? And by the silence in the room, some conviction in here. Are you going to God and saying, God, we're getting married this year? And I don't care. The first person that asked me, we're doing it. <laughs> or are you saying, God, Help me not be so picky. Send me a person of of you. God, if this is not the year, I'll be patient and vigilant and I'll keep trusting you. Are you making plans for God 
or are you making plans with God? God, I'm, I'm launching a business here. I'm going to be on Forbes top 100 of people 30 and under, and we're going to be millionaires. And God's like, that is not the plan. Or do you go to God and say, God, I really feel like this is on my heart. What do you think? What are your plans? God, help guide me to that. I feel like this is a vision from you, God. Help guide me to that. Are you coming to God and saying, God, if this family member doesn't get clean and sober, I'm cutting them off. Or are you saying, God, is this relationship healthy for me? The question we got to ask as we get dreams and visions is, are we making plans with God or are we making plans for God? And I think the reason why we do this is because we want control. We want the narrative. We write our Hollywood story in our minds and we think we're living a movie and then things don't go according to plan because you don't trust God to run your plans by him. We don't. Proverbs 20, 24 says, the Lord directs our steps. So why try to understand everything along the way? The Lord directs our steps. So, so why try to understand everything along the way? Why do you have trust issues with God, but you trust his creation? Why do you have trust issues with God's plan in your life, but you'll put your personality in a survey and let an online website tell you who you are? Why do you, why do you put trust in God? But you allow people who don't know you to put value in your life. Make that make sense. We don't need every little detail. All we need is God. We don't need every little detail, but all we need is we have a God who's pushing us forward and directing us on his path. My son, uh, he got a phone for his birthday. And uh, he's kind of, you know, getting into his interests. And he makes these super funny YouTube videos. Like, he's witty, like, real witty. And he's super, um, what's the word, like, literal. So his humor is like, you know he's being funny. And um, I love it because he comes to me, he's like, and, like, I'm a creator. I've made videos. He comes to me, and he's like, Dad, look at this video. And it takes everything out of me not to critique. It's just the creative mind of mine. I'm like, oh, this is dope. And he's, like, asking me, what would you do different? So instead of hammering at him, Say, well, I would delete the whole thing and reshoot it. <laughs> Honestly, throw it away. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's really good. Here's a small tweak. And I feel like these should be constant conversations with God. God, here's my career path. What do you think? And sometimes the plans change hard. Oh, that's horrible. Throw it away. But most conversations with God is, why don't you tweak this a little bit? Hey, the way you talk to your employee, I change that a little bit. Hey, your mindset when you walk through that door, let's switch it up a little bit. And so that's the beautiful side of running things by God, but there's also a consequence when you don't. Gavin has screen time limits that I control through my phone. And he gets 30, well, he got 30 minutes on YouTube every day. And um, the way that we work it is when he needs more time, I will, he'll ask me, he'll run it by me, and then I'll say, yeah, you can have more time. Or I'm like, nah, bro, you need to go to bed. And so the other day, I heard him on YouTube, like, late. And I'm like, so I pull up the phone. He's like, ran out of his time at 1 p.m. I'm like, this man is so smart. I'm like, yo, Gav, come here. He's like, what's up? I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm on YouTube. I go, how? He's like, my phone. I'm like, I know, but how? He's like, I don't know. I said, give me your phone. So I went, he found, like, a proxy 
that loops through the website that doesn't trigger the word YouTube on his phone so he can watch YouTube. Like, you're kind of proud in that moment, right? You're like, all right, champ. You know what I mean? But here's the problem. Had he had just ran it by me, he would have got more time. Now, I shut it all down. Shut the website down. I shut, YouTube is not on any app in our house. It's shut down. That's the consequence. Plans are subject to change when you don't run it by dad. And, and we laugh, but I'm telling you that's the reflection of our lives when we don't run our plans by God. It's funny when a 10-year-old does it, but when an adult makes a plan for God and not with God, and we get, we get stopped in the middle of the road, we get frustrated. And if you're frustrated, I bet you never ran it by God. And now you're mad at God for a plan that you never ran by him. You're mad at the creator for not creating your plan. So as we plan, it's just better to run it by God. Why? Because you are probably robbing yourself. We are probably robbing ourselves of something bigger than what we originally had planned. Are you running stuff with God? Are you telling him what we're doing? Or are you running it by him? My next question. What guides your steps? It says the Lord establishes our steps, and I said in another translation, it says that God guides our steps on our path of life. What guides your steps? And this one really, this one didn't really sit with me well because I started looking at my original plan for the year and realized I was being guided by the wrong things. Psalms 31:14 says, But I trust in you, Lord. And I say, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Come on, amen. That sounds good, right? But we don't let God guide our steps. We let these things guide our steps. Question for you, is it God or is it bitterness? Do you have that plan because God put a vision in your heart? Or are you bitter? You got some bitter critters creeping up all over you. Is it God or is it jealousy? Oftentimes, we're looking at what others have, and we're mad that we don't have it. And we're like, well, I'm going to go get it because I'm jealous. And God's like, I did not intend that for you. Sit down. Relax. Is it God or is it fear of judgment? You've had a vision in your heart, and you want to go after it, but because you're afraid of what other people are going to say, you haven't pulled the trigger on that. Is it God or is it pain? Is it God or is it comparison? What are you comparing yourself to? Well, when I was that age, I didn't have all that, so I must be doing something wrong. God, might not, God must not have a plan for me. Is it God or is it fear of failure? My hope is that this year your plans and decision-making has a lot more God in it and a lot less you. And that is not a dig to you, but that is just letting you know how good God is. A lot, le- a lot more God and a lot less you. A lot more of God's love in your life and a lot less of your love. A lot more of God's plan in your life and a lot less of, God's, or of your plan in your own. A lot more of God's vision in your life and a lot less of your own vision. A lot more of God's motivation, a lot less of yours. Why? Because God's got a plan for each and every one of us. And with a lot more God and a lot less of us, we're going to get there. Someone motivated 
by pain, bitterness, jealousy, can be very dangerous. What we, what we would want is a call in our lives and to walk out this plan that God has for us. But someone who's walking in bitterness and pain in comparison, if you're a failure, you go from faithful to obsessive. And the things in your life that God had put are all flashing red lights and failing because you're letting the wrong things guide your steps. If I can get Pastor Stu up here. And when we're motivated by these things, that's when plans are subject to change. I'm a dreamer. I told you guys this at the beginning. Um, I like to dream up plans. And not like strategies, just how do I get there? And uh, when I was a kid, high school, I had plans. And uh, one of my first plans was I was, uh, we had a mentor at Kent Ridge High School. Shout out to any chargers in here. Um, we had, a, we had a, um, a mentor there. He was so cool. Light-skinned brother dreads would come in, just timmed out, like, hat. Like, he was, like, the coolest dude ever. And he'd come sit with all the bad kids. And I'm a pastor. I wasn't a bad kid. Just kidding, I was. And he would sit with all the kids in detention or the kids who would get in trouble. And he would just talk with us. It was so much different than the parent conversation or the principal conversation or the teacher conversation. It was a big brother who cared about my why and not my what. So I told myself, I'm going to do what he does. And until I found out he was volunteering, and then I was like, yeah, that's not going to pay the bills. But that was my goal. Before I gave my life to Jesus, my plan was to go mentor at a high school. My other thing was um, I used to be a DJ. Someone was like, what? What's your real name? No, like legit, like a disc jockey. And before you say it, yes, it was DJ squared. It wasn't DJ DJ. It was just put the, I put the two up there, a little, little swag. <laughs> and um, I, my favorite part about DJing was emceeing. I love to tell stories, to tell jokes. I feel like it's a gift that God's given me. And so I wanted to be a radio host. This is before podcasts were cool. I still want a podcast. But, like, I wanted to be a radio host. Like, for, like, Cube 93, Rest in Peace, or La Grande. I don't speak Spanish, but I would have figured it out. And um, that was just a dream of mine. I wanted to be a radio host and use my voice to make people laugh and all those things. And, and that was just a dream of mine. Uh, I, I wanted to be a graphic designer for Starbucks. That was my plan. Um, I had worked at Starbucks for a long time, and... Um, right before my stepdad passed away, I, I had chosen a day to go, like, intern at Starbucks, and I just fell in love with the graphic process and how they make 300 designs, and they choose one for the beanbag. And I'm not a fan of the ones they choose, but, like, they choose it, right? I always thought, I want to be the one to design the bags. I want to be the one to design the coffee sleeves. And I wasn't far off. I just had the right plan and wrong direction. And a lot of our dreams and visions, they come from God. And we can find ourselves in free will having the right plan, just the wrong direction. Like, let me tell you, I wanted to be a high school mentor. God said, no. Son, you're dreaming too small. Actually, I'm going to have you work with junior high and high schoolers for a decade in youth ministry. And you're going to do it in the King County area. 
And you're not going to be tied to one school, but you're going to be tied to different families, kids with broken homes, kids that will never trust in Jesus. Right, right plan, wrong direction. And I still am doing all that God's called me, and I mentor in a school every week. I wanted to be a radio host and tell stories and use my voice to inspire people. God said, son, great plan, wrong direction. Let's dream bigger. You're going to have a microphone in your hand. You're going to go on stage and preach the gospel. And you're going to put faith and hope in people's lives based on your own transparency. Great plan. Just the wrong direction. And God needed to just shift my life. And I needed to trust him to establish my steps to live out the call in my life. Starbucks. He says, son, you're going you're gonna to design all right. But coffee bags? Come on, I'll put bigger dreams in you. How about a logo of a church? How about graphics to grab the eye of Gen Z so they would want to get into the place of Jesus? How about merchandise that people can wear around so when they say, where did you get that? They can say, I got this from my church. Well, what does that mean? And they can have discussions. Coffee bags? Right plan. Wrong direction. Plans are subject to change. I want to leave you with this final thought. When it's not God's timing, we can't force it. And when it is God's timing, we can't stop it. God has a plan for each and every one of us. Now, I mentioned earlier, I don't like planning. And most of it is because it's my DNA, which is who I am. But some of it is I don't like disappointment. I don't like the pain that when this was supposed to be the plan and we end up here, I, I don't like the change. And I told you about the pretty side of subjects to change, but there's also an ugly side. Sometimes the subject to change moments are, are real heartbreakers. We find ourselves asking the question, God, why? And these heartbreakers, these are, these are full pivots. These are hard moments. These are hard seasons. And we ask, God, why is that family member sick? Come on, I've been praying healing. God, 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 why is this happening in my family? God, why did that person relapse? God, why is in this area healing? God, why did my stepdad die? And we get in these hard conversations with God because we have plans subject to change moments that aren't pretty. And it's heartbreaking. And it causes anxiety and and sometimes our mental health declines because we stop at just, well, God changed my plan, so I'm just done. I'm just going to just do me for a little bit. God, I'm going to come back. I'm just taking a break, taking a 15, going to get my coffee. And we just separate from God. And we forget the promise that he put in our lives. Psalms 37, 23, the Lord directs the step of the godly. He delights in every detail. And though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. Those things I mentioned, these are things that I'm processing right now in my own life. And I needed to be reminded that though I'll stumble, I'll never fall and God will always hold me up. Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, God says, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Isaiah 41.10, don't be afraid for I am with you. 
Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Will you stand with me today, church? I, uh, I laugh at my faith sometimes because I just, I crack myself up. I let this work more than this. And when I think about those hard pivoting moments, I mean, just show of hands, how many of you have had some hard pivoting moments that have really shifted your life? When I think about those moments, every outcome was better than I originally thought it would be. Like I had to go through that to get to what I have now. I had to get through that season to get to what I have now. But I couldn't do that on my own strength and faith. I had to do it with God. I had to run the plan by him. I had to come in and check in and say, wait, 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 wait. Why are we doing this? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, ready? Break. And then go back into life. It was a faith portion that I can stand here and confidently say every outcome of every L I've taken was better than I thought it would be. One of the biggest heartbreaking losses I had in my life was the death of my stepdad. It's a man in the house who loved my mom, who loved us, who taught us principles and values, taught us respect. He taught me one day that, that there was two key fobs for the Tahoe and one was rubbed off and one had all the ink. And he said, you always give the ink to the woman and you keep the rubbed off one. Just small details. And in, the, and in the height of my faith and, and being called to a pastor, it was a, a, just he passes away. And I'm like, God, this was, this was not the plan. What are you doing? And then I look at my life now, and I, I'm a longshoreman, and, and I, I could pay my bills, and my family has health insurance, and I can do bivocational ministry, and I get to go after these dreams and projects, and and that doesn't happen if my stepdad doesn't pass away. Now, would I want him back? Yes, I'd rather be flipping patties at McDonald's. But those hard pivoting moments will turn you to a path that God has intended for you. And he's not done. If you're older and you're like, well, I had a great life. You know, I got a few years left. No, God's not done. If you're young in this room, God's just starting on you. Plans will be subject to change, but he will continue to push you towards that plan this year it's time for something new my prayer for our church is that we have a year in life of making plans with God my prayer for our church is that we have a year in life of letting God guide our steps and my prayer for our church is that we have a year in a life that no matter what when plans change due to due to God establishing our steps we remain obedient, faithful, and consistent. That this is the year that we live God's plan. Amen. I'm going to pray for you, and we're going to worship a little bit. Um, I think that, like, I love music, but lyrics just hit different. And uh, we're going to sing a song when I'm done praying where God said, or it's like, uh, you never fail me yet drew a blank. And um, I want those to hit different today. 
that when that pivot happens, when plans are subject to change, when things don't go according to plan, when our vision boards are way off from God's plan in our life, I want you to remember that God has not failed you yet. Amen? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Pray as we get into this year that we implement something new in our lives, and that's running by every plan with you. That when plans are subject to change and we get a nudge or a pivot to to, to live out the plan you have for us, that we remain obedient in faith in consistency and we keep stepping and keep going. Come on, if you're here this morning and you've maybe never dedicated your life to the Lord or, or maybe today's the day you want to rededicate, you want a fresh start with God, on the count of three, I'm going to have you raise your hand. I made this decision at 17. It was the best decision I ever made in my life to give my life to Jesus. He changed my plans for real. And if that's you on the count of three, we raise your hand? One, two, three. I just want to pray for you. You're saying, I want to dedicate my life to the Lord. Thank you. Second thing we're going to respond to this morning, if you're here and uh, you're saying, Pastor DJ, I got to start trusting God. I got I to gotta go back to the drawing board for the year and run my plans with God and not for God. I got to let God and his word and his love guide my steps. And when those moments happen of pivot and change, I put my trust and faith in him. If that's you, will you raise your hand? Come on, thank you. I see your hands. Thank you. I just want to pray for you. You're saying, I'm choosing to trust God today. Thank you so much. Thank you. God, we pray for every hand raised. Pray for every plan, every vision. God, when fear creeps in that you've forgotten about us or that our plans aren't, aren't good plans, God, I pray remember you have never failed us yet. Lord, when plans change, let us have faith and know that plans are subject to change. God, we love you. We look to you this morning in your name. Amen.